0: Right now, it is Chaf Gimel tammuz Tav Shem Peh Beis, the 23rd of tammuz 5782. However, here at the Database of Rabbi Yisheva Eisenberg, we will be looking ahead to this Shabbos, which will be Chaf Dalal tammuz the 24th of tammuz for a special Shabbos edition of Vinyana Diomi, where this Shabbos we will be leaning Parsha's Pinchas and Chutz Laretz, and the Daf we'll be learning is Ksubis Dafiat at Zion, that's 17 in Ksubis, where we will find an absolutely beautiful connection to our Parsha in the institution of Smicha the conferring of smicha, of leaning upon another as your successor, conferring smicha to ordain someone as a Rebbe, or as a Rav. The very first time that we find that in the Torah is in the scene of none other than Moshe Rabbeinu and Yehoshua, when Hashem commands Moshe Rabbeinu to confer the smicha upon Yehoshua. Now, what we find in our Gemara, in Ksibah Sandafi at Zayin, is a digression from a discussion about the famous Gemara of Ketzad Merakden Lepnei HaKala, how it is that we are supposed to praise the Kala in front of the Chasim. The Gemara digresses to discuss how various Rabbanim and Tamidei Chachamim were praised, particularly when they were receiving their Smicha. So, for example, the first Gemara on the topic, um, um, tells Talzas Kismach Rabbanon Larevizera, that when the, uh, the Rabbonin were conferring smich upon Rabbi Zehra, they praised him as follows. <speaking Spanish> um, literally, no eye shadow and no rogue and no braiding of the hair, and yet she is comparable to a graceful Ibex. Now, in this context, it seems very strange. However, this uh, praise was one of the ones that was reserved for the kala and it was apparently used to praise the Talmidei Chachamim at their smicha as well, um, to suggest that just like the Kala, perhaps, who in her pristine beauty does not require any eyeshadow, any extra makeup, or anything else, no strings attached, she as she is is beautiful. So too these Talmidei Chachamim and their Torah, no appellations are needed, no um, no no extra attachments. These Talmidei Chachamim in their Torah are beautiful, Chemosh Shahu, exactly as they are. The Gemara continues to describe the smicha of other individuals. So, for, for example, Ki Asi. When the Rabbanan conferred smicha upon Rabbi Amin, Rabbi Asi, Shara Hachi, they praised them as follows. Anyone who's like this and like this, they should receive smicha, they're worthy. In other words, anyone who's like Rabbi Amin, Rabbi Asi, they're worthy of smicha. Give them smicha. However, Lotus la Lanoa. Don't give smicha to these individuals. Loman Sarmisen, Velomin Sarmiten. Don't give smicha from those who are Sarmisen or those who are sarmitan. What are Sarmisen and Sarmiten? Based on the Mefarshim and the translation that is provided by Safaria, Sarmisen refers to those who corrupt the halacha. They misrepresent the halacha, the Ratzon Hashem, the Das Torah. Um, they don't teach the halacha properly. And the Sarmitan, literally those who are worthless, those who are not worthy for one reason or another, certainly we would argue that these individuals should not get smicha. Sometimes it seems that anyone today can get smicha if they go through a system, um, and if they just have a certificate signed by um, Hashem knows who. But the, the point is that you have to be worthy for smicha. The Gemara continues to provide another girseva. Amri l'un some suggested, what they really said was, La min chamisin min turmisin. don't give smicha to the chamisin and the turmisin. Who are these individuals? The chamisin are those who provide only one fifth of a reason for a halacha when they're teaching. In other words, there are many reasons uh, for a halacha, and if you only give one of the reasons, so people may have the door opened to misapply The Because they'll say, ah, well, there was this reason, and therefore, if this is the reason for the halakha, and you don't know the rest of it, you don't have the the full picture in front of you, so now you're going to misapply the halakhas wherever you see fit, and you're going to get the halakha wrong. Another way of misrepresenting the halakha. And the other group of individuals, the Tormisan, these were those whose knowledge was incomplete. So those who are also unworthy, because really they d- they did not um, learn the Torah that they were supposed to learn, they don't have complete knowledge over the subject matter. These are the individuals whom the Gemara describes their smicha, what and how they were praised, who deserved smicha, who did not deserve smicha, and so on and so forth. However, taking a look at the smicha as it's described in our parsha, so and it's Bamidbar, Parakh Chav Zion, which is Parshas Pinchas, um, and it's Parak twenty seven. So I will share with you a very beautiful idea that I have heard from my own Rebbe, none other than Rebbe Yonis Sachs. and I heard this idea at one of the most beautiful events that I participated in, and it was my own Chagas Micha that I celebrated with my fellow Talmid, my fellow um, um and it was um, a beautiful event. And my Rebbe spoke about our very Parsha, Parsha's Pinchas, the ordination of Yehoshua, and the Pasuk, in our parasha, describes as follows: Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, "Take for yourself, take with you Yeshua Ben Nun, Ish bo, the man that has in him the spirit, and you shall lean your hand upon him." And you skip to the end, so um, that was Pasuk Yerches. But now in Pasuk Chaf Gimel, uh, says the Torah, that he leaned his hands upon him and he charged him. Just exactly as Hashem had spoken through the hand of Moshe. Now Rashi picks up on the dichotomy that which we find: what Hashem commanded Moshe, and what Moshe Beno actually did. Right? The pasuk said, the first pasuk said, You shall lean your hand upon him. And yet, look what Moshe Beno did. Says Rashi, with a generous eye, yoser well beyond that which Moshe Rabbeinu was commanded. Moshe Rabbeinu did. Shalom kadosh baruch hu amar Hashem commanded him to lean your hand upon him. Vuhu And yet Moshe Rabbeinu leaned with two hands. mali He made him like a vessel um, that is full and overflowing. And he filled him with chachma, with a generous eye. This is based on the Sifrei and Pinchas, with um, Chav Gimel, also the Gmarin Zanhedrin, Kuv He'a The question is, what, and what exactly is the difference between leaning with one hand, leaning with two hands, and why, and why exactly is that Hashem commanded with one hand? So Moshe Benu, we see, went well above and beyond with the ayin for the generous eye. Now my Rebbe suggested that with one hand you can reach out. The toalus of one hand, there's no doubt what you could accomplish by extending your hand to your Talmud so that he can shake your hand and learn from you. You reach out to your Talmud and you do that with your influence, with your Torah, and so on and so forth. However, what can you not do with only one hand? With one hand, you cannot embrace your Talmud. You can't fully lean upon your Talmud and hug your Talmud. That is something that you could only do with two hands. That which you could only do with an ayin yafa is something that you can do with only two hands. You cannot go all the way with just one hand. And that's what really marks the relationship between Rabbi and Talmud, to completely embrace your Talmud, to give everything over to your Talmud. And it begs the question then, why did Hashem only command Moshe Rebbeinu to lean one hand if it's so self-evident that the relationship between Rebbe and Talmud requires that you go completely with the eye and yafa, with the generous eye, to fully embrace your Talmud? And my Rebbe answered with just the mushal, the depiction of the smicha itself. Imagine you are Zoha to see the smicha taking place between Rebbe and Talmud. The Rebbe confers the smicha upon the Talmud and perhaps embraces that Talmud, he hugs his Talmud, and you would go over to the Rebbe after seeing that emotional sight and perhaps being impacted by it yourself, and you ask the Rebbe, why did you do that? What 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 made you um, you know approach your Talmud and, and and embrace him the way you did? And you would probably be very shocked if the rabbi answered that I did that because while well, I had no other choice, I had to, I was commanded to, those are the rules, I just did what I was supposed to do. Right, that's, that's, that's not the ayah yafa, that's not the nature of the relationship if it's something that you just have to do. The nature of true smicha is not just one of going through a system and taking exams and vichinos and fahers and then filling out papers and just going through the motions, but smicha involves the relationship between the Rebbe and Talmud, the natural relationship between Rebbe and Talmud, where the Rebbe does not just extend a hand, but the Rebbe on his own forges a relationship with the Talmud which requires him to fully reach out with both hands and to hold on to his Talmud. That's what real smicha is. And that's the smicha that's, that, that, that's worth celebrating. My Rebbe suggested that the 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 chag HaSmicha was not just one of the accomplishments um, that 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 the Musmachim made in Torah, but it was a celebration of Rebbe and Talmud. And the bracha that my Rebbe gave us was that yes. We should extend that hand to influence, to educate, to impact, and to teach our Talmidim. But beyond that, to go with both hands to embrace and to touch our Talmidim, to inspire them with the natural relationship, the ayah and yafa, the generous eye that we can, that, that which we can only do when we are engaging in that full relationship that's coming from us that's it's coming from our hearts. And the truth is, this is a lesson for all of us, whether or not we are a or a or a Musmachim or a Machanchim, whatever our job is, we impact other people. And the question is how far we're going to be able to go with our positive impact. Is it something that's just going to be the bare minimum, or is it something that we're going to be adding more to with the Ayin Yafa, the generous eye, and with the full embrace that we could only um, envision, um, the, 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 the hugging between Rebbe and Talmud, the true Um, relationship, the true uh, confirmation and and conferring of a smicha, which once again marks the true celebration of that which for all we're able to witness with Moshe Rabbeinu and Yehoshua. It's something that, quite frankly, is very inspiring. It's something that um, gives us a lesson for our own lives to be applied everywhere. We should all be zoha to be a positive impact on other people and to, yes, reach out, but to also embrace um, our Talmidim, and those who learn from us to do everything with the generous eyes, to do everything with love, and to go well above and beyond for, that, for all of those relationships. And as I wish you a wonderful Shabbos, I also remind you to stay tuned and to stay attuned to the amazing Inyana Diomi. Thank you for joining us here at The Database.